welcome to Hunt for the Tempest Stone, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast for the immature adult listener. This podcast includes heavy adult themes, fantasy violence, and explicit language. Listener discretion be advised. Hi, welcome back to Hunt for the Tempest Stone. Uh, quick note, one of our players, Chase, was unable to make it, but what we are going to do, just like we do any time we play D&D, we're just going to pretend he's there. So let's get introductions out of the way. Hi, I am Megan, and I am playing Ravana Nix, a wild magic sorcerer, Lishka. Hi, I'm Brittany. I'm playing Natari Moondancer. I am a goblin barbarian, path of the grotesque. Hi, I'm Jordan Stephanie, and I play Copian, the Kenko, uh, fucking <laughs> rogue dude. <laughs> I don't know what I played, but it's okay. Hi, I'm Tim Roby, and I play Varis Vasily Vignor, a uh, ranger. And you'll find out his subclass, maybe this section, maybe next, we'll find out. Maybe not, his, uh, his last name is soon to be Von Zerovich. Uh, uh, we're not playing Estrad, no, 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 no. But yeah, so excited for the session. Hi, I'm Christina Strobel, and I play Alora. Uh, she is a half-elf blood hunter, and... As of last session, people heard her talk for the very first time, so we will see how this goes, and I will hopefully have a real voice for her here soon. Let's begin with a recap. Alright, so last session we started off on the 12th day of Sirius in the 23rd year of Light. We made it back safely to the ship after our big dungeon battle. The ship was barely seaworthy. Uh, as we set sail uh, over the course of two days, we had no conflicts or any other uh, disturbances in our sail. Um, fast forward to the 14th day of Sirius, we make it back to the port of Velvagray. There was an obvious crunching noise when we made to port. Um, when we got off the ship, we realized that we may not see the Alawanya for a while. After some discussion and somebody teaching a child how to pickpocket. Uh, we made it to the tavern. Uh, Alora got hit while she was trying to pickpocket. Um, I gaslit some poor sap of a man who I should have punched, but didn't. You shouldn't have punched him. <laughs> she may have tried to steal from him. Everybody loves Alora. But I didn't see it. Except for the guy um, that you clearly were trying to steal from and he well, you. <laughs> you know what? He can get over it. Fuck that guy. I'm a main character. <laughs> You're just a side character, bitch. Say your story. M-C-E, main, main character energy. Uh, so after that, we make it back to the boat, taking a long rest, and fast forwarding to the 15th day of Sirius. Uh, we exit the boat. I don't remember if we were doing like any random errands before or whatnot. Uh, but we all kind of went our separate ways. Uh, Copian and Alora noticed that uh, flyers appear in their hand to an emporium, which we later went to. Um, the, there was no real path to it, but we just knew, or they knew, where to go. Um, on the outside, it appeared as a shack, but on the inside, it was not so small and not so shambly. It appeared as a shack, but it was really more of a Kobe. <laughs> do you have inspiration? Yes! yes. Well, you do now! Oh my god. Yes! Oh, this is great. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, uh, so we are met by ghosts and voices, or not ghosts, sorry, shadows that appear to be moving throughout this uh, emporium. We are met by BSC Spray, where we trade for items, uh, if anybody wants to go with their items. I mean, in reality, like I traded for people's tears. Yeah. Yeah. We you all, really fucking did. We all had to give up something important in order to get these items of magical power and large worth, because we did not have the money to pay for it. Yeah, yeah they were like literally just beginner's magic items. Like, you guys didn't have to get shit. You literally already had items of equal value in your inventories. All of you did. I had to give up my favorite hat. Oh, and you're the only one that got like the most mundane of things. You just got 
A mask. Also, <laughs> not even a special mask, just a mask. Yeah, kind of fuck me, I guess, right? Yep. At least the hat is always with you because it's always on Alora now. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> I'll just have to steal that later. Mm-hmm. All right. That's my ticket home. <laughs> and that brings us to today. Unless anybody else remembers something that I forgot. Uh, one important note was one of the deals um, of trading with mm-hmm. Barra slash Vasily and um, Ravenna was she was had to give a, a do like a favor and we were able to get the same favor that Varus also has which is to go help a town and go find and save some children in order to pay our debts for it so i believe that's where we're working towards next we are going towards um Varus's actual hometown to get some rowboats to go get to this I guess it's, I don't know if it's actually an island. It's not an island. It's so, a peninsula or some sort. It's it's on a peninsula, um, but the fastest way for you guys to get there would be to go to Weymouth, grab some rowboats, take the river, then follow the coast along till you get close to the town, make okay. landfall, and just walk the rest of the way. Okay. Um, and the last thing Bia did as everybody was leaving was he pulled Alora aside and gave her a little sack and whispered something in her ear. And Copian has three months to make... Make himself a better person, or... Well, hold on one second, <laughs> one second. Now, there was a very specific phrase that was used, and it was not make myself a better person. Do you make notes of it? Do you know what it is? Yes, I do. Okay. Oh, I remember what it is. The phrase was, and I quote, "There, you have three months to grow as an individual and use this sickle in the way that you think would be worthy. My note is Copian has three months to better himself and prove his worth for the sickle. Well, then you should have yes. flashback said timed that. him. <laughs> Time to answer a flashback. <laughs> Let's say this. I give you this sickle mm-hmm. and hope that you put it to the use I think best. Mm-hmm. And say, three months time, you still have not. Mm-hmm. You'll have a debt to pay, which might involve some growth of character. Vasily, you know that it's going to take about a day, a day's travel northeast to get to Weymouth at the base of the Spine Mountains. Because, you know, you grew up there. Yeah. Um, It's still early in the morning. So if you guys decide, hey, we're going to head out now, you can head out now. I don't care. It's up to you. You tell me what you want to do. I feel we might as well uh, make haste on this journey. We might be able to make it there by nightfall if we could have a good pace. There's more children to save. The faster we do so, the better. Aye. Yeah, I don't want to owe him this favor for long, so we might as well get going. Agreed. So, shall we? Aye. So, we start hustling and bustling. <laughs> as Alora just excitedly <laughs> scrambles along behind us. Copian just pulls his mask down. He's so angry. Um, <laughs> so... So, Vasily, with all your ranging stuff, uh, Mm -hmm. I figure I can just start telling you the weather, because you'll be probably the person that's like, oh, I know the weather stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially being raised by the people that raised you. Um, There's a few clouds in the sky. It's a calm breeze. It's going to be a warm day. Uh, The low on this 15th day of Sirius is everybody's favorite number. 69. 69. 69. Are you guys going to chat at all while you're... Heading out, what's the what's the dealio here? I had some stuff to chat about with Thaddeus, but being it's not here, I will save it for next session. Okay. Is there anything else anybody else wants to talk about? Alora, how's your face? Alora reaches up and rubs her face a little bit and just gives a slight sweet smile. She's doing okay. She's just very happy on the outside. It doesn't s- seem to hurt her too much. Are you still covered in dirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that not surprising? <laughs> Does Alora seem like a bather? No. <laughs> no, she does not. No. <laughs> she doesn't. But she somehow never smells. Which <laughs> is really amazing with what, you know, the things that we've seen being carried on Alora. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go to, like, pull you toward the side um, of the group. Trying to talk as lowly as possible since I know that somebody has ears of a hawk. So, for that, I would like to go ahead and roll a sleight of hand or stealth. Or, what are you trying to do? Uh, trying to hide my voice, what I'm saying, to Alora 
from Vasily because I know that he sees and hears everything. Um, so let's do deception versus perception. Do I roll or use my passive? Roll, just because it's a contest. Okay. I hear it. <laughs> he says he rolls high as shit. What'd you roll? Uh, that's, what is that? Ladding plus eight. So that's going to be a 23. If it, if what it meets, language are you it using? beats. If it meets, we'll do something special. Just because I know that like, okay. you can barely get over that. I can get that if I roll a natural 20. Ooh, let's waste a 20 on this. I will. I would say if she has to pull a nat 20, she can get it. Damn. <laughs> 18. What language are you using? Um. Is the question. Because technically, if you guys share a language, you could speak in a language that I don't understand. I don't think that we actually have a language that you don't have. Okay. Um, Dwarvish, Elvish, Infernal, Sylvan. Yeah. Common Goblin. Damn. I speak Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So, do I want? Do you want me to go ahead and say what I was gonna say? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay. Because so, I mean, you still, you're still yeah. saying it. So. And it's still, I, you're still whispering it. Since I rolled rolled an 18, can we roll perception yeah. for them too as well? Yeah. Uh, Ravina, um, Copian roll uh, perception. Uh, 18 is the number to beat. Let's see. No. It's a 9. All right. You all have no idea what is being whispered. Oblivious. What did I say? <laughs> 15. Uh, I got a 20. <laughs> One person has no idea what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> Listen, if you're going to cause trouble in taverns, at least give me some sort of cue and I can help with distraction because the next time somebody hits you, I will probably lose my shit. And Alora kind of looks at Nat and gives like a little slight like, giggle, just like... <laughs> And gives her a little side hug as they're walking. <laughs> yeah, so we all know. You, you can do a whistle or you can do something along those lines, but just please, you've seen what I can do and I don't want to do that. I just, I want to keep you safe. Please. And while Nat's been talking after she said the word whistle, Laura has been over here trying to whistle so hard to uh, As I see that I pick up a blade of grass You think she can do that shit? <laughs> I can't even do that shit Pinch Laura's got it Beautiful <laughs> We all know Copian has said, distractions make the best interest in uh, thievery. Can I and throw that a makes rocket the best him? How close are you? That is actually a question. How close are you? Can I throw a rock at him? <laughs> if, if you want. You can certainly try. I'm close enough. Okay. I'm just trying to help her. Me too. I just will help her in a different way than you do. You help her skills. I will help with her. I'm agreeing with you. You do make a great distraction. Wait, did you use me as a distraction in the first tavern? At least once. I really should start getting a cut on this. We'll see, but I gave all the last money to Alora. So did I. Oh, wow, she made out like a bandit. <laughs> uh, Vasily, I'm assuming you guys are just going to take the road. Yeah. No reason not to? Yeah, I'm okay. familiar enough with it. I mean, we could otherwise, but unless anyone makes a note if they don't want to be on the road. Okay. It should be simple Well, because, I mean, enough. yeah, no, there are... Much like um, the creations of one George R. R. Martin, there are like established highways. Yeah. Like so, the, there are. It is not the King's Road. Um, <laughs> but the there are. Road. Well, uh, you you are used to up north where Ravina's from. You're used to what the road known as the Hollow Passage, which is super known for like highwaymen. Like people get robbed there constantly. But being, I'm, I'm assuming being as Waymouth is like a very heavy like mining town that they're going to have at least decently protected roads just because of all the goods that are going in and out. It's funny you say that because as you guys are walking, you see a soldier walking the opposite direction of you. So you guys are going to pass each other. He's wearing a chain shirt 
He has a war pick on his side, and he's carrying a round shield. And on the shield are three diagonal stripes, gray, blue, gray. And in the middle is a wolfhound standing proud. And all of you would recognize this person as what is known as um, a shield, which is one of the shields of the hound, the people that patrol the realm. And this one you would know, like, just by looking at them, like, this is just like your basic everyday street shield. Like, he doesn't really hold high rank. He's not a new newcomer. But, yes, there is somebody patrolling right now. Um, much like in the Elder Scrolls games where you just see, like, guards or soldiers, like, walking around protecting places, that's pretty much the same exact thing the shields of the Hound do. They just okay. kind of wander, you know, they have regions that they're posted in, and they, you know, they, they wander the not wander, but they patrol the roads, hmm. they patrol the towns. Um, bigger cities like Belvergrave might have like a city watch. Might have a city watch. Um, but the shields of the hound that are stationed there would have higher authority than the city watch in larger towns. Yeah, that makes sense. So as we pass, I just kind of give a polite nod. And he looks at you all quizzically for a moment, seeing the ragtag group, and then the, the one that appears looks like a street rat. But um, since nobody's really causing trouble, he just nods back and continues on his patrol. Copian. Ah, uh, Vast, if you got some time, we can start working on my Draconic. Oh, very well. What do you wish to know? Well, the language, of course. Yes, I know, but anything in particular, or just start with the basics? Well, I would like to speak the language, so probably the basics would be good. Okay. So, do we need to make a, a roll or anything like that, or just start doing... I think we looked it up before last session, I think it'll take if we work on it, like, I think based on your intelligence, like nine weeks or something like was, that? I think it was four weeks, and he said two weeks. We, in two weeks, I would be able to be conversational. Okay, gotcha. All right, yeah, so we just start going over the bases as we're walking, teaching the various things. Um, all right, so. Things at first. Learning a language takes eight weeks of in-game play. Oh, eight weeks. And requires someone, obviously, speaking it. Um, you got to take a couple hours a day, like, practicing the language and stuff. Within a week... Oh, uh, it's Draconic, right? Does anybody else speak Draconic? Just, He's doing it with me. Well, no, no. I'm, oh, unless, general of the party? Unless Thaddeus does. Uh, I think he was willing to learn with him. Yes, too. no, he was. So, I don't think... What's your intelligence modifier? I think it's a plus one, if I remember correctly. So, it should take, like, seven weeks, potentially. About seven and a half. Seven and a half, okay. But I can write it, I just don't know what it says. <laughs> he wants to get over there. Bud, there's no room over here. What I have an old dog, that? listeners, that um, he's like the sleepiest boy until it's D&D &D night, and then he just wants to whine and cry. Nah. Hey, what's the, uh, what's the best language to uh, curse in? Uh, so out of, for the DM, I have common, draconic, uh, dwarvish, elvish, goblin, and then the other one, which I will not mention. Um, it's gonna be draconic. draconic. I figured. Okay, yeah. Draconic. Draconic's gonna be very like, like Western European. So okay. it's just gonna sound just. Yeah. Huh. That canonically makes sense. Why I have the not Western. I'm sorry, Eastern. Eastern. That's what I figured you meant. Yeah, that makes sense of why I have a very Eastern European accent. <laughs> when I play. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I knew I messed up when I looked over and Jordan staring at me like. Hey, dumb dumb. Right? That's not what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess if you're trying to pick up some while I'm teaching him some basics, I'll teach him some basic cuss words as well. Uh, yes, or words. The colorful kind. Alora walks over to Vasily and just kind of, while they're talking about Draconic, pulls on his jacket and just kind of gives him a look. Would you like to learn as well, little one? Alora's head just goes up and down. Well, the more the merrier. So, I guess Vasily is having a, a walking TED talk on Draconic. <laughs> well, the, the, the very first thing that's going to happen after camp is made, and some of you guys make camp, is there's just been like half an hour to an hour in a school circle while Vasily teaches Draconic. <laughs> I was going to say, instead of Rosetta Stone, it's Vasily Stone. But, yeah, Vasily Stone. So, what is you it learning depending to? on our intention? Well, it looks like I have to if everyone else is talking it right now. Um, so, for <laughs> every... For every point of intelligence that you have, it'll take a half a week off of you picking up the language. Um, after you know another few hours of just pretty boring travel on the road, Vasily, you hear in the woods lining the road, 
a twig snap. And then from both sides, you hear the sound of like the hammer of a flintlock being cocked back. I immediately draw my bow out. I wouldn't do that if I were you, son. And right, a man right. walks out behind you guys on the trail. And from both sides, two more people walk out, but they're not holding the flintlocks. None of them? Okay. Do I recognize their garb? Are they from Weymouth? They are not. These are not these are not nice people. Okay. They these look are like what highwaymen. Yes, these are that's exactly what they are. These are highwaymen. Okay. Now, I'm feeling awfully generous today. So instead of just killing the five of you and taking your stuff, <laughs> you can give me and the boys a hundred gold or you know, things that add up to a bounce. Do you know who I am? I hail from the town, Weymouth. Perhaps you've heard of me. Do you know who I am? I don't actually I'm care. the man who doesn't give a fuck where you're from. Fine, just know that I can pin the eye of a newt from 500 feet. No problem. Kinda hard to do that when you have two lead balls hitting you from both sides of the face. When my boys just pull triggers. Fair enough. I see your point. And as I say this, um, Alora, where are you looking? I, Alora is looking through the tree lines trying to see if she can perceive or see. Alright, um, make a, it's what, uh, perception against stealth? Yeah. 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 Make, um, make a perception check. Can I also, because I heard where the snapping twig was? You can do it at disadvantage, though, okay. because you are literally in, in conversation, conversation and there's you know, a triangle of people around you. What would you roll? 19. Uh, yeah, you see, you can see one of the two, because yeah. you're not going to be able to yeah. get both sides. Um, we'll go with Nat. So, looking around and seeing them, I am going to whistle out and immediately reach for my great club. And I want to do this not as an attack, but I want to do this as a, we're, we're on like dirt road, right? I mean, yeah, it's dirt. It's, um, but it's not like super loose dirt. It's this, you know, this is a well-traveled, well-used road. But is it dry enough that I could break up the dirt to send dust into whoever's closest to me? Um, let me look at the weather. Also, I got a 16 with this event. No, it is not because there there has been precipitation in the last few days. Okay. So then I will just continue to whistle a tune and not reach for my great club. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Um, Copian, I saw you. You had the... Yeah, I just would have wanted to also be looking once we hear all that things happening. Especially when he points out that he has people in the woods. Okay. See if I can figure out... Where they're coming from? Okay, yeah. Um, make me your perception check. I got a 16 on mine, by the way, with disadvantage. You said perception? Yeah. Yeah, I got a nine. Total of a nine. It bounced. It was sad. All right, I, so you guys can all see one of the ones in the woods. Mm -hmm. So you, you know that there's another one off on the, on the other side of the, the highway. Like I said, friend, your GP or your HP. <laughs> I'm so fucking sorry. Oh, would you like some DP? Um, alright, so as he had said that, um Virus had his bow in one hand, but then he told it to stop, so I didn't have it knocked yet. I just had my hand up with my bow like this. And as he says that, noticing Alora potentially having a bead. I like because I'm in the front of the party. They're all kind of looking towards. I just go make a slide of hand check. See if you can get an arrow out before initiative is rolled. Okay. Well, what I was actually trying to do was I'm not actually going back with the arrow. Oh, oh your arrow's going back. I thought you had a hip quiver. I guess I would have a hip quiver, but I wasn't actually trying to do that. I have my hands up like this, and I literally just motion down, and then I go to crouch, and then I'm spinning to grab an arrow 
to see if my party can recognize, hey, I'm singing, get down, like just duck your heads and let's get this shit rolling. Okay. All right. Uh, since you're doing a lot of movements there. That's fine. Everybody? I, that, that is what I'm doing. You can tell me how far I get, you know, into the combat when I actually get to it. But basically, more so, mm -hmm. I'm just signaling for everybody to duck their heads and get ready to roll. Everybody do my favorite thing. Say fuck your mom. What? <laughs> That's not my favorite thing. Uh, Ravana. That's an eight. Huh. Nat. Seventeen. Topian. Twenty-four. I saw that coming. Alora. Twenty-four. Oh. What the fuck? Why is this <laughs> Twinsies. Uh, Vasily. Twenty-one. <laughs> All right. Copian, you're up first. Is, uh, if I wanted to pass a potion, would that be a bonus action? No. Yeah. Passing off a potion is going to be an action. Are you trying to give her a potion for transforming stuff? Mm hmm Uh, make me a... Do a D100 roll for me. And this will determine whether or not, like, she just has some from you. Uh, it's, uh, 700. <laughs> so it's not seven. a number! So seven. Seven. Alright, uh, no, that was good enough, because I was gonna say there was, like, a 15% chance that she just has a couple more. Hey! So, good Solid. roll there. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, now roll me, roll me a D4 real quick to see how many of those little potions she has on her person. And that, this is something you're gonna have to track in your inventory from now on. Three. Oh, nice! Which is about to be two, because I know she's gonna take one. Okay, well, that answers a lot of questions. In which case, I am going to... Okay, first of all, I look badass right now, right? Oh, do you? Yes, I have my cloak on, right? But it's like, just sitting on top of my head. And I have this badass mask that covers my beak because it looks like a beak, but it covers my beak, right? So I just look like a badass dude with a plague doctor mask on right now. And uh, I got my sickle just kind of dangling. Like if I had like a hand axe or some shit instead of on my back, because it looks cool. Are you gonna do anything with your turn aside from just talking about how badass you look? First of all, I look badass. Second of all, I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to throw my bone dagger at homeboy there. Ooh. So does a 15 hit? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, did you use one of the charges or are you just throwing the dagger? I'm going to use one of the charges, right? That's how I get my second D4? Yeah, with the, the necrotic? Yeah. He's like, hey, you need the money's worth of stuff. Just take it. Fast and quick to the face. Yeah. There's your money. <laughs> Do you need it separate, the, the damages? No, it's a yeah. highwayman. Yeah, like. just, so it is uh, nine damage. And as I loose my dagger, first of all, this looks badass, okay? I reach into my uh, my coat pot, like in my in my In, like in, in the full cloak, cloak. Yeah, yeah, where nobody can see. And I just go, I spin around and go, right? So I, I do one of those like um, gambit from the X-Men. And I can then, confirm for the audience that it does look badass. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and then by the time it hits him, the dagger's back in my hand. You forgot a couple important things here, buddy. Yeah, you got to like, I thing. gave you like this cool weapon, and you're like, yeah, I threw a dagger at him. What he's failing to mention is when he uses this ability of that dagger, when he throws it, it turns into shadows. It's no longer a bone knife. It turns into shadows. And I had to make what kind of save here? Oh, it does say transform it into shadows. I know it's a thought. I fucking okay. made it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a DC 12 constitution save. Hey, that's a 13. Well, I say, uh, we have no money for you. And I got my dagger back. And I am going to end my turn. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, Alora, it is your turn. Is there any possible way you would let me make another roll for finding the other person? Sure. Is that going to take a full action? No. Oh, okay. We will call it your bonus action, though. You're calling it my bonus action? Yep. You can use a bonus action as your main action if you need to. So while she's figuring out what she's going to do... Um, oh, you're fine, because it saves me a little bit of time. Um, Vasily, you feel heat radiating from your belt pouch. Okay. Can I do something with it? Or just wait till my turn? 
Um, I'll let you just do like a couple free action things at the moment. Like if you want to just like check it out since she's still. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. So as I go in the action, I will do slow motion style as D and D happens at six seconds at a time. So technically, all these things are happening at once, just slowly. And someone has does it slightly faster than the others for listeners. Um, so instead, when Vasily motions hands to drop, and we're getting ready to drop in combat, and he does like a little duck spin to go grab an arrow, feeling this heat. He goes to grab an arrow, but instead ends up pulling out this dragon statue that he had instead. So, I'll and say that. you just have this feeling of what should be done, like okay. mentally and spiritually. Got it. Uh, Alora, do you know what we're doing? Um. Well, I guess my action will be to shoot my crossbow at yellow A. Okay. That's a 19. 19 does, in fact, hit. You gotta say like that. <laughs> that makes me worried. For seven damage, and my bonus action, I'm going to try to find that other person. Alrighty. That's lower than before. It's a 17. Uh, you find them. So only Alora sees that one? Yeah. Or, okay, cool. For the moment. Yeah. Um, what was the damage on? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, seven. Seven? Okay. Alrighty, Vasily. Alright, so while holding this uh, statue that's glowing now or has heat rating off of it, Vasily just knows exactly what to do and summons a little drake and it pops in. What's my range? Uh, 30, feet. 30 feet. Okay. And I know where these other guys are. Uh, not, not that not one. That. Not that one. Okay. <coughs> so. Because that's part of that actually takes my action. So that, as I spin around and face the other guys, summon him right in front of the guy with the flintlock in the woods that I know of. Okay. And since I can't take an action to fire myself because I use that to cast him, um, I'm going to use my bonus action now to command it to uh, strike at him. Um, so, and then my movement, I'll just move slightly back. Um. What does your drake look like? So, it's so as this light and stuff radiates from this uh, stone that he channels this from from this dragon sculpture, um, it appears and it looks to be uh, almost it, most of the features look like a white dragon um, with some silvery scales and flat like things like that um, as he just kind of caporates out of nothingness and it's a little. Uh, small little drake, um, but yeah, not, the wings aren't fully developed yet and stuff like that. Um, but you can just kind of feel this like cold emanating off of it. Okay. It seems to be a combination of both, you know, the 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 metallic and the chromatic cold dragons, but mainly more so the white dragon. Okay. Um, and you said you're gonna have it. It's gonna fight at him. Yep. All right, let's do that. So end of my turn, but it acts right after my turn, so it's gonna make an attack, and it's gonna get. 20 to hit. That's going to hit. And that's going to do uh, 7 piercing damage. So you summon this drake. It instinctually knows that you're like telling it, like, yo, fight the shit out of this guy. So as it finishes like coming into being, you know, all of its feet hit the ground, and it just shoots itself up and rips his throat out. Oh, shit. Good job. My little buddy. He is dead. Hell yeah. Nat. Okay. Um, so did I notice, like actually notice the the Drake? Yeah. Okay. So seeing that, I'm like. <laughs> so you do As, your battle rage, you chug yeah. a potion, and you're I know, these guys see your bones start to snap, your head and jaws enlarging, your arms lengthening. You know, you go full on Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde here. And again, Nat is no longer standing in front of you, but her grotesque transformation is. What's she going to do? I'm going to charge headlong at this guy in front of me. And as I'm doing it, I'm going to rear back and just whack. Okay. 
right in right in the middle of the torso with uh, my ogre's great club. Okay, so that's B. Yep, and as I do that, I'm charging up, saying, How are you going to cash this out? <laughs> For a 24 to hit. <laughs> Scared. <laughs> So I cash round saw, how about that? <laughs> okay, so that is a D8 plus 6 and 1D4. 5 plus 6 is 11, plus 2 is 13 bludgeoning. And I used the bonus action to rage. I got a plus two to with that with my rage, so that is fifteen damage total. Um, and I can no longer use Fury of the Small because I am one size bigger. Yep. That's okay. So as you come charging up and you're like, "How are you gonna cash that in?" and you swing your great club, everybody hears the sickening <laughs> as she completely destroys his rib cage his liver, his stomach, like just crumbles this man as he just drops. Um, make me an intimidation check using your strength modifier. Okay. And I was, when I saw that happen, I was going to come right up to him and just scream in his face. Yeah, you don't have to do all that. He's already terrified. I already, I already rolled his save, so. With my strength modifier? Yeah. It's the same, so. 30, 20. All right, uh, he is frightened of you, so he cannot be moving towards you. Um, he can move laterally, but not See how a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of their fear is within the line of sight, and it can't willingly move closer to you, but it doesn't have to move away from you. So that's something that, that we have messed up in the past. He doesn't have to try and walk away from you. He can sit there and fight you. Uh, Ravenna. Uh, um, well... I've never been in a fight, and I'm not all about getting in the middle of all those guts that are flying in the air. <coughs> so I'm going to try and use some of this magic that I've been trying to figure out. Um, I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb at the guy that Nat's fight. Alrighty. Okay. Laura's loving it. So you know you're all in one. That's a 20 to hit. I have to roll again for the table though, right? No, that's only if you roll a 1. Oh, okay. I thought it was a separate roll. Uh, once for... per turn. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, go ahead and roll a, roll a d20. This is how this works. Mm -hmm. You can choose. No, that's a six. Okay, so no wild magic surging today. Um, and you're attacking C with chromatic orb. Yes. Okay. What's and that? that was a 20 to hit. That, that hits. And chromatic orb, you can choose like damage type, right? Elements oh, that's damage right. Type? Yeah. yeah. Let me do cold damage. So, um, for any listeners that may have played this game, I know Jordan's going to probably figure out where I'm going really quickly on what that chromatic orb looks like. It looks like the ice orb from Diablo 2. So it's just, like, just, just this ball of ice. Literally cool. Ah. <laughs> Get out. Ice cold. Get out. Roll the damage. <laughs> She's so chill. That's like 13. Jesus. He literally freezes, and the, the concussion of Nat's scream shatters this frozen dude. Frozen with yeah. fear. And also ice. <sighs> All right, that's going to be the end of her turn. Oh, man, I can't wait till it's Kofi's turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long time, bud. Um, but on that, seeing that you just slung that magic, the leader of the highwaymen is going to walk up behind you. <gasps> And since we do the lovely, lovely facing rules, he shall have advantage. Only on one of his attacks, because obviously if he hits, you're going to be like, oh shit, somebody's fighting me. You're looking at him. What was that? What, what in the Sam Hill was that? <laughs> Dr. Lecter. Dr. Lecter. <laughs> I had to do it. I sounded yep. very, very perfect. Jody Foster. Very um, so I know that a an 11 is going to hit you. It will. What? Uh -oh. She's yeah. a sorcerer <laughs> for six damage, and then for his next attack. Oh, I'm sorry. He has more than two attacks. Ah. 
that's gonna hit for eight damage. And then for his last one, he's just swinging this tim his scimitar at you. And that's gonna hit for seven damage. Okay. And then seeing as how Vasily was doing like his weird, cool action guy, like spin and kneel, they summoned a dragon. Everybody's gonna hear the sound of thunder as the other guy in the woods pulls his trigger. At Vasily. Can't be with your best and shot. Could you couldn't see him, could you? He was no. still hiding from you. I'm gonna love this noise. Well, no, you didn't. You never told me. I got a 16 on my disadvantage roll. Oh shit! Uh, let me. You wouldn't have seen him because I had a 19 the first time. And you didn't see him. No, I only saw the one. Uh, okay, so I, I had to roll then. separately yes. to be yes, able to correct. So he's gonna make this shot at advantage. Woo! That is a nat 20 and a 19. You want to take the 19? No. So that's going to be 2d10. Okay. Can't die. <laughs> you can come pretty close, though. 17 damage. Okay. Kopi, I think you just said you can't wait till it's your turn. Hmm? It's your turn. Oh, yes. Can't wait, but it had to wait. <clears throat> wow. Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> oh fuck! Excuse me while I go use the forbid forbidden bath bomb. <laughs> so uh, Cobia moves around, comes up behind this guy, and just kind of well, reach up as high as I can and grab him on his arm, wherever the highest point is. So like his wrist? Yeah, wherever I can reach his. You might uh, get a belt loop. Cast Chill Touch. Oh shit, alright. Um, That's not actually a touch spell. You yes, do know that. Yes, you just yes, yes. I thought Chill Touch was. No, no I'm sorry. It is a range. Oh yeah, you're doing Inflict Wood. Okay, because I was like, oh, I Chill Touch is one. not a touch spell. Yeah, because it does a gas, like a get uh, uh, a spectral hand. Spectral yeah. hand. Uh, yes, no, Inflict Wounds. Okay, so that's going to hurt a lot more than Chill Touch. Yes. A um, lot more. Uh, make a melee spell attack. Ooh, it's a melee attack, right? Yeah. Cool. 13? No. That isn't even reach his base AC. That's too bad. Fuck. <laughs> she just stabbed him. Agreed. I was thinking about it. Did you roll that at advantage? Yeah, I rolled a 10 and a 6. Those dice are going away. <laughs> I'm going to, I don't know, I guess this is a herbalism heal, right? The the fancy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, okay, go ahead. So what you're going to say. Yeah. I'm gonna say to uh, Ravina, here, here eat this. take it. <laughs> I'm gonna shove my hand with uh, with some uh, herbs and just shove it so, in her mouth. So it's actually like little potions that you make. Like it's it's herbal like tinctures, like tinctures. So like you're literally just like shoving a liquid into her throat. Yes. Can we that. make them like gushers? Like somehow, kind of like a. Exterior I was polymer, thinking like kind a, of like, like a, a little squishy ball. Like a poultice almost. Well, a poultice is applied like to a wound. Like yes, I know how a poultice work. I think it'd be hilarious in. if you just took a bunch of herbs and just like... They come in, <laughs> they come in like a... On the wound. It's, it's like... A potion. Man, it's your, it's your guy. I just am playing him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a potion. Because like when I play the Plague Doctors, I when I do the heal thing, I literally like... Go into detail about how like I'll grab like run behind him, grab like the back of their head, and, like pull it back and just like shove this potion bottle in their mouth and force feed them a drink. I think it would be that. cool if it was like a Miracle Max type thing where it was like a soft coated like little pill. <laughs> and I just say, here, drink this. And then shove it in her face. Well, whatever you just put in my mouth, I do thank you for it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can you every woman ever at all times. <laughs> Uh, which you get... Jesus. Uh, it's just a base roll, there's no add, so, uh, uh four hit points. She is a Lishka, so, like, at least she's got a snout, so it's a little bit easier to, like, get it in there. And then I will end my turn. So, it is Alora's turn. Alright. So, 
Alora's the only one that can see D, correct? Well, no, everybody can now because oh, of the fire shot. Okay. Like, you know, well, you, you fire a flintlock cool, pistol. Like, whatever. <laughs> Let's oh, sorry, cool. I took away your cool Whatever. <laughs> How did we not make a looking for D joke? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. You just did. I'm here looking for some D in these here woods. <laughs> I think we found it. <laughs> Who's writing this campaign? Stephanie Meyer? Hey, I. I, I am the one who got hit. I can say it's a pretty big D. <laughs> it hits pretty hard. Alora, what are you doing? Alora is going to activate her crimson right on okay. uh, Starlight. Ooh. Or Stardust. So sorry, I got your name wrong. Mm -hmm, you did. Uh, so fucking sorry. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the ten? Ah, no, no, no. You can use this, or 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 you have one. Do you have one of those? Oh, I do have one of those. I'm gonna up. use my inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to to try and hit. Yeah. Well, you gotta walk up to him too. She's got a crossbow too. Are you going into melee? Because you I? have the range to get there. You so you choose if you want to go into melee, or you can throw. Or oh, because you said you used it on Stardust, so either you're throwing it, or you're gonna go up and stab him. I get my same amount of damage, correct? Yes. All right, so I'm just gonna. Awesome. Okay. Alright. Please be better, please be better. Oh, did she get the car that gives her advantage? No, it's No, it's no I'm using my inspiration. inspiration. Oh. From the very first <laughs> Oh dang. From the very first session. Mm, that's a little bit better. How about a sixteen? A sixteen on D will hit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alright. All so, right. Um, let's start with you rolling that D four yep. to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. That. Do you want me to re-roll that? Yeah, just do okay. the, the box. Oh, is it in the box? Oh, it was. Oh, All right. Box. That's. <laughs> so that's three Sorry. damage to Allura for activating the crimson right, and then and we start what? the fun stuff. What? I'm going to be doing fire damage as well. What are you fucking like a jalapeno and a fucking mentos <laughs> at the same time? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. They're called Altoids. So. Altoids? This is not a fucking It burns so cold. Ooh, so my first one is going to be an 11 damage. And that's just from the piercing. That's just from the piercing. And then it's going to be two damage for ice and three damage for fire. What is that, uh, 16 damage? Where does where does Laura cut herself when she does her crimson rights? Uh, wrist. I'm assuming you're going across <laughs> the street, not along the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's just trauma. Um, actually, you know what? For this one, as she's pulling out her dagger, she'll probably just do it across her leg. Okay, so you draw your dagger and cut your thigh, and as the last drop of blood is dripping off it, you throw it, and you can see, like, the cold start emanating off of it, and then some heat start emanating off of it, and it just fucking pierces this guy's eye, and he drops to the ground. Yeah! <laughs> That's my girl. Fire and ice oh, always gets the job hot. done. Uh, yeah, and you still have movement. I am going to turn. I'll probably actually just turn and face him. Okay. All right, Vasily. All right. So, I'm going to get hit by that. And now having this new little magical friend, Vasily, can use that little bit of extra movement from being a wood elf to get behind. I'm going to knock my bow use a charge of my poison quiver if I hit. Well, do I have to do it before I hit? Yes. Okay, so go ahead and the knock frog the frog eater quiver? Yeah, yeah. So I'm using my frog eater quiver, add some extra poison onto it to hit, and then I'm also gonna use my bonus action to command my little, well, my little dragon friend to uh, finish it off. But I say this in question for mechanics. Does it only speaks the one cool language I made up. So it doesn't do the original, just the one that you were talking just, about? Okay. Yeah, just the special one that I made just for you. So you guys have all kind of heard, you know, Varus kind of teaching a little bit of Draconic, but when he's talking to this, either it's Draconic you don't understand, but it doesn't quite sound like the words. It sounds like almost a different vernacular. I don't know if Jess has a different way of describing how it sounds. Um... Because it would sound similar, but not the same, right? In the same way that, like... Like Spanish and Italian? Or, like, 
other languages in Latin. I was okay. Like, so like, yeah, it doesn't sound like Latin. It doesn't quite sound like High Valyrian. That's that's like the same like concept. It's a very ancient draconic language that pretty much nobody even knows. Uh, okay. Assyrian. Got like it. That. That's actually another yeah good example. Like it would sound like you know somebody speaking like Latin or you know an ancient language, but not Latin because everybody can learn Latin at this point. Okay, so because I am is that flinking enough for or, or what's it called the uh, yeah, facing the line of sight? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I have advantage. Yeah. Who's there? Huh? You said you were gonna knock your bow. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, a. 24 to hit. That hits. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, I needed to make a uh, constitution saving throw. How much damage did you do first? Let's start uh, with 16. that. Okay. 16. Is it still up? Yeah. No, okay, so 16. Good. You've got to make a save. save. And then also, I'll describe it afterwards. What's the... Uh, DC 12. He fails the con save. So he's not poisoned. All right. What's the poison so, condition exactly? Uh, poison. A poison creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. So, uh, I didn't put in for how long they were poisoned, did I? One minute. One minute. All right. Ayo. All right. So I'm gonna do the full description of everything. So, after getting blasted by a uh, shot from this guy from the woods, but then seeing him drops, runs over while drawing his bow, kind of does a little hop fires his arrow that's now magically imbued with both uh, the fire quiver, which is, uh, or not the fire, the poison quiver, um, as well as this, uh, his feather fall, which is force damage, which just hits on crazy impact. So technically, um, it's not magically imbued from the quiver. Okay. Uh, that quiver is made by lizard folk tribal warriors. Oh, so it's um, literally just it's, it's made from grung. Oh, cool. Okay. Like, because you had a chance, just like you found the bone dagger, there was a chance of meeting, like, a warband yeah. of lizard folk who would have given you guys that as they were out, like, mm. in a, you know, territorial dispute with Grung. Like, it's actual Grung poison. That's awesome. Okay. So this, this, uh, arrow that's been dipped into this quiver that has a little recess for, um, this poison, it's been dipped in that, pulls out one of those poison arrows, fires, hits it, and it just extra, extra, you know, bludgeoning force from this magical um, arrow. And then as that hits, you see the little dragon friend also um, cast like a magical, like uh, like puts a little bit of cold, like icicle sphere around it right before it hits and it shatters, hitting some ice into it for another six cold damage. What the actual hell is that? Uh, the reaction for... Oh, the... Yeah. yeah the, I was waiting for someone else to do it, but no one else uh, did it. And you just dropped yours, so I couldn't do it. So for a reaction, I can infuse a strike, his one reaction, or hers. Um, uh, within 30 feet of a weapon attack hitting, I can cause uh, an extra D6 of cold damage. Ooh. So I imbued it with cold damage on top of that as it shatters into it. And we'll say it hit right in the stomach. Alrighty. Uh, scary Nat. Alright, so... Oh, hold on. The silly is apparently It's now my dragon's turn. Oh, because so I, I used my bonus action instead of casting, like, my thing, his thing was attack. Okay. So I'm gonna run up and attack. It's still gonna be your turn, Nat. Okay. Sorry. I'm gonna just do it real quick. There you go. Advantage. Okay. Not a one because I had advantage. Cool. 17 to hit. That hits. Okay. And then it's just a... Uh, oh, wait, no. Uh, no. It, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. I'm sorry. My math was bad. Oh. I rolled minimum. Three piercing damage. Okay. It just nips at his ankles. Alright, scary nap. Okay. Uh, so, action. I'm gonna have to dash. Yeah, because 30 would get me right here. Yeah, 10 foot reach, right? Now I do. I do, yes. So, as I get there, um, so as I walk up, the grin on my face just gets bigger and bigger. It doesn't really look like a grin, though. Like, it's kind of scary. Baring your teeth. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It works. So, I get up to him. And if he hasn't turned, then... Um, He's still facing your direction. He's still facing my direction? Everybody has advantage. He's surrounded. Okay. So, he... I'm going to make eye contact with him. Bankruptcy. (laughs) Bankruptcy? Bankruptcy. (laughs) 
Push. And now I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> okay. Nineteen to hit. That hits. Okay. Seven. Okay. Plus four is eleven. Plus two to that. Yeah, no, that that rage damage so, is literally okay. all the time. So thirteen. Okay. And then I'm going to reach in for a bite. All right. Make that attack roll. I forgot I told you you have a cool bonus action because of the path of the grotesque. So, as she's rolling her thing, you notice that ice comes and smacks off of her weapon as well. Motherfucker! For another five damage of cold as she hits in with her raging smack. <laughs> then she goes in for her bite. I was actually hoping that the bite was the cold one. Oh, we can change it to that. No, it's too late. I already took the damage. Oh, sorry. Uh, so that is a 16 to hit. Um, so, as you go to bite him, he pulls his scimitar up and, like, like pushes your face to the side with the, the butt of the handle. He mauled your ball. The Yeah, thank you. Words are hard. Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. Can I still, like, keep my arm on him, like, holding him kind of in place? No, because okay. that would be a grapple and you've already done a, an action and a bonus action. Okay. Alright, Ravana. Alright now. See if you can hold him still for me. <laughs> well, I see everyone using all this ice and fire and stuff, and I used fire last time, so I think I'm going to try and switch it up. Ice last I, time. I'm, <laughs> I'm so confused by all this magic. <laughs> I used ice last time, so I'm going to try and hit him with some fire, and I'm going to cast Firebolt. And that's a 23 to hit. That's going to hit. Hey, yo. Okay. Let's go. It's gonna be a five. All right, uh, five go ahead and roll, roll that d20 again. Oh, we're gonna do this until I at least get it one time, yeah. and then I'll start making it more random. I want to do it every time. Uh, a three. We're getting closer. All right, we're getting closer. Uh, we can do it every single time if you like. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. Until we get really bad. <laughs> All right. Um, well, shit. Since you just hit him again, he is going to. Attack you. Oh, you didn't move because the. <laughs> Got it. With his yeah. schematar. Um, so. His first one's gonna miss. There's a lot going on around this guy. He's, he's trying to fight off a lot of people. The second one. Don't forget he's got disadvantage on attack rolls. Oh. Because he's poisoned. Yes, he does. Alright, so he's yeah. still gonna hit because I rolled higher and he was gonna hit with that one anyway. Um, and his third one is going to miss. Woo! That just saved your life. Oh, fuck! Only four damage! Alright. Hey, yo. Alright, Copian. Apparently, I'm one with the lizard folk and the dragon folk. No? <laughs> Die. <laughs> <laughs> so, you all watch as Vasily just collapses. Immolates. Can I just, like, try to take his purse off him? As he's alive? <laughs> yeah, make a slide of hand check. I got your money. I guess, and I'll do my perception at disadvantage because of, you know. Oh, this is not going to matter. That was bad. <laughs> yeah, it ain't going to matter, bud. Oh, no, I did it at disadvantage. Shit. It might matter. Uh, 12. <laughs> it matters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> is this going to be my action? Because that's fine if it is. Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to grab his coin purse. Well, guys, we can leave him alone now. We've got all his money. And then I'm going to... Uh, Bonus action, can I disengage? Bonus action disengage? Is that yes. part of the cunning actions? Yep. Yes, and run away. <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody has been listening to a lot of Dungeons and Daddies if this is what they're doing as a rogue. I don't know, <laughs> but this is fun. Oh, I'm gonna turn you back You literally around. probably could have ended it if you had just stabbed him. And yet, now I have his money. How much money did I steal? Um, you stole nine silver and eight copper. Right. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a. I won't complain. No, that's a, that's actually a good haul because we don't yeah. really use gold in the world. Uh, Alora, it's it's your turn. Yeah, Alora's gonna use Stardust again. I'll be behind him. Yeah. Ooh, okay, seventeen. Uh, that will hit. Okay, and then it's gonna be nine piercing and. Four cold. Uh, how often does your, how long does your crimson right last? 
Oh, yep. Uh, go ahead and do uh, another. The D4, because the right damage is magical and lasts while you hold the weapon or until you complete a short or long rest. Oh, hell yeah. So that crimson so right is going, going to keep being active until you take a rest or you... Switch. Oh, no, because as soon as you put the weapon away, as soon as you sheathe it, because you're no longer holding it. Okay. But Alora knows this, right? Um. Maybe. Well, we're going to say no, Okay. because... This would be the first time of her doing this, so she that's would have true. no idea. Uh, that's an extra four fire. Uh, how do you want to do this? Ooh. You literally only needed one. <laughs> so as okay. soon as I was like, let me look this, oh, I was like, yeah, he's fucking dead. <laughs> he's super dead. Um, Other things? <laughs> hey, everyone no shut the fuck up! That, no one ever said that Alora was going to give other people pleasure. <laughs> Stick it up with a bomb. Thank you for listening to Hunt for the Tempest Stone a D&D podcast for the immature adult listener, with Christina as Alora, Tim as Vasily, Jordan as Copian, Brittany as Natari, Megan as Ravenna, and of course, our disappointed DM. Check out next episode dropping next Monday, where the party continues to make their way to Thaddeus and Vasily's hometown, and what strange events may transpire on their road to Weymouth. <laughs>